At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Yay! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Before we get started, let's say hi to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, Jimmy. Today is a fun, fun show. We have a terrific lady on that we just became friends with, and she's fabulous. Where do you see who this girl is? Do you know her name? No. Bobby Eakes. Bobby Eakes. I knew Bobby, <laughs> but I don't remember the last name. What do I know names? I mean, look, I remember your name. I have other names for him. There we go. Well, we've also got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. <laughs> My favorite it? name for Jimmy when I don't remember his name is Fagatina. What? <laughs> Thanks. Fagatina. Say, where are you? And he says, I'm I never in, answer. I'm in the bathroom. I never answer you to that. Well, when I say Fagatina. <laughs> Or Queen Esther. Queen Esther. I, I reply to that one because I, I am like a queen. Queen Esther and Fagatina <laughs> and Queen Esther. So we want to give some shout outs to the chat room. Starting off with, we got Eileen Shapiro in the chat room and Sam, Sam Stevens, who's visiting the U.S. Woo! now, and the super famed DJ, DJ Jason Prince. They're all in the chat Woo! room. We got B. Claudia from Germany in the chat room. Woo! We have, I don't know who the other person is. It might be Goddess. I'm not sure. Goddess, you always come in under cognito. Like, it's hard to tell because these cops, people. The cops won't find you, honey. You could use your real name. Um, and I'm not sure who else is in there because it's not typing, so I don't see anybody so typing screw anything, you. so I don't if know. If you don't type, we don't talk. We so. got a great show for you guys today. We have Bobby Eeks coming on. Uh, you know her. She's a multi-platinum recording artist and a super, super big actress, especially in the soap operas. And we have Bianca Ryan, who was the first winner of America's Got Talent. Okay, before we get started, my cowboy hat was designed and sent to me by Hub Reynolds. Junior. Junior. Go on my Facebook page, look for Hub Reynolds Jr., click on it and see where you can get this gorgeous cowboy hat. Also, he sent me bracelets, Western bracelets, gorgeous stuff I'll be wearing in the fall. Right now, it's a little too hot here. And the shirt I am wearing is a Howdy Doody shirt. And Jimmy knew how much I love Howdy Doody, so his company custom made my Howdy Doody shirt, which if you like, we can custom make for you. 
Anyway, this is this. What else? Oh, oh yes. hold on, one more thing. We got to say hi to Tristan from Australia because I totally forgot him. He was Tristan, in there. you never forgotten, honey. He just oversighted you. We love you, Tristan. There you go. All right, now let me go on. Um, I'm happy to say that when let me take my hat off. It's very hot. That when you um, watch TV today, the commercials show. Black, brown, yellow, white, a beautiful color, a beautiful rainbow of people. But regrettably and unfortunately, I don't see gay people. We do buy the products. We do live on the planet. We are here and we're not going anywhere. So you people out there, don't be afraid to have two guys together showing how much they love dog food for their nice dog. It can only make more money for your company. So stop being homophobic. You did it for everybody else. It was diversity. We'll do proper diversity and include us. Which brings me to my superhero, Stan Zimmerman. Stan Zimmerman, comedy writer for the Golden Girls. The who else girls? What is the other one? Gilmore Girls. The, the Gilmore Girls and his wonderful, uh, fabulous play that we saw in L.A., uh, A Knife to the Heart, that he's bringing to Chicago and New York now. So please, folks, if you are gay or gay-friendly or you feel that there should be total diversity, let's get Silver Foxes on the air. Write it, say it, yell it, scream it, tell it to Tweet any- it. Tell it to anybody because you never know who knows who that can get that show on the air. It's sort of a takeoff on the Golden Girls, except it's four elderly gay men living in Palm Springs. It's got to be hilarious because Stan Zimmerman is directing and writing it. And he's got a great cast coming in there also, which we really can't talk about because contracts haven't been signed. But anyway, Stan Zimmerman's Silver Foxes. Remember the name. Push it. Sell it. Get it out there. You know, we we gay people no longer want to be invisible. We want to be a part of the world. We want people to see us and respect us and like us and tune in to see how funny we are and how talented we are. So please, that's Stan Zimmerman's Silver Foxes. Yay. Yay. You have a hair on your face. What are you pulling hairs off of the mic? That's my- <laughs> Brandy Starr, a little girl, is a big hairball. She looks like a, a dust mop. And if I hug and kiss her, I walk away with hair hanging from me. I mean, she sheds like there's no tomorrow. The hair is all over. I'm constantly picking it up or vacuuming. But, you know, we love her so much that I don't care what she does. So, hey, hey Jimmy, guys, if you guys yeah. want to tweet it out, Stan Zimmerman's uh, Twitter is Zimmerman Stan, Z-I-M-M-E-R-M-A-N-S-T-A-N. And tweet it to, like, uh, Netflix and Hulu and people like that saying you'd love to see Silver Foxes on uh, as a as a show. Yeah, and please, when you contact Stan Zimmerman, tell him Ron Russell said, let me know, let him know that I am working hard as he is to get his show on the air, and I do push it all the time on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on everything. So we are working hard to get this fabulous comedy on the air. It's got to be a scream. It's got to be hilarious. And I could tell you one. No, I can't tell you any of the people who are going to be in it. But I know that one of them is a fabulous comedian who you all love to pieces. He was. B. Claudia a, said she's going to start tweeting it out. So there everybody you go. has to tweet it out because the more people that do, the more producers, directors and TV networks agree to it. They're afraid of the subject matter. They think we're going to do like orgies and threesomes. That's not so. It's going to be like the Golden Girls. Political, you know, politically correct subject matters that evolve straight people, gay people, all people. 
Uh, but it's not going to be anything offensive or derogatory or insulting to anyone. And not even the president. I don't think they're going to even say sarcastic or nasty things about Mr. Trump. So I think it's going to be a generally nice, fun, uh, laughing show. She says she's going to... F- She's going to create a silver fox, a future silver foxes fan group. Do that. <laughs> That's good because then wonderful. we could have a bunch of fans. But that please, would be cool. Everybody, be sure and tell Stan Zimmerman that Ron Russell's working his butt off to help get this on the air. And you heard it on the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. That's right. That's right. The Jimmy Star Show starring Ron Russell. Isn't there you that go. What you said? Yep. The Jimmy Star Show starring Ron Russell. Oh, yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Audience. Oh, thank you. No applause. Please. Chad, how's the weather? <laughs> Sit down. No standing. The real innovation. star of the show. Well. It's looking like it's like having half. You got fluffy white, you got some blue, and you got some gray. You know what happens around here in Wellington around 3.30. That old thundercloud rolls in. Right. And, and it uh, cools off the de- the jungle. Yeah, the here, jungle. Here in the, exactly. here in the desert, it's 111. I had baby, you know, my TT roads to out yep. with the top down because that's how I keep my tan that's going. roll. I drive for an hour. This way, you're always turning and moving in the car, so the sun gets your whole face, not just one portion. And I came home. I thought I had heat stroke. <laughs> I'm, I was I was dressed for the show, and I had to change and take a shower, a cold shower. I didn't realize I took too much of the desert sun, and you don't do that here. Yeah. Uh, here, 15, 20 minutes of the sun, and you're brown. It's the most... Uh, it's it's I very hot. Word I want to say for the sun. Most radiant sun of anywhere in the country it's the Maybe, desert. Uh, Ron loves it we go to the movies and we come out of the movies freezing, freezing and he's in the then he comes out and it's like 10 o'clock at night and it's 100 degrees and no, he's like oh my god it feels so good 10 o'clock at night it's 90 it's not 110 <laughs> don't lie it could be 85 could be 75 the desert's weird Tristan oh wait Tristan you can too Tristan wants to say he'll start changing his treats to the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell starring Ron Russell go ahead Tristan that's no fine. don't do that that's not true <laughs> that, that's absolutely I just do that as a joke <laughs> you could do it though no, I don't care no no, I'm not starring in your show. No, we are equal. We are Jimmy and Ron together making everybody happy. Hopefully That's why be. we're the number one show, because we do what we do, and we do it with our heart. And there's no scripts here. There's no bullshit here. There's no lying here. There's no conning. What you see is so what ha- you get, and what you get is great. And we love including everybody who's in the chat room. So yeah, if we I missed mean, that, you, please that, let us like know. That's like Eileen Shapiro. You know, there's no rubber falsies in her bra. You know what I mean? That's all Eileen Shapiro. So do you have anything else to report? Because otherwise we're going to play a song. Yeah, I report that, you know, right now I'm so New York homesick because everybody's having fun. They're going to Fire Island. They're going out to East Hampton. But, you know, comes February and March, I I won't be so happy to go to New York. So I I know I'm going to be summer uh, sad and winter happy. There you go. Something to look forward That's to. Fun. And I miss my friends. I miss Eileen so much. I really do love her. And I miss all the gang that, you know, the crazy guys and girls in New York City and the demented things that they do. They're so sick, all of them. They're crazy like me. It must be just something in the water. But no, they like are. Did it. you see what they were doing at the, at the Gay Pride Festival? I mean, they're demented. They're really crazy people. We'll right? have to tell you guys, too, because we did a bunch of cool things this weekend. We went to... Uh, we went to Bartels Harley and Marina Del Way on Sunday to the Tom Proctor and the A-Listers album release party. And well, I thought we'd be killed for being gay. I thought these bikers are going to beat the hell out of us. They loved Instead, us. Instead, they loved us. And one was Google-eyeing me, so I said, hmm. They even have fa- fairies in the motorbike people. And the motorcycle, motorbike, motorcycle. Motorbike Harley people. table. And then on Thursday night, we went to Crepitus. 
Yes. And Crepitus it was a horror movie starring Bill Mosley and Shalley Brennan. And, and we met all kinds of great people there. We met uh, we met a lot of people that have been on the show that we Skyped with that we've never seen before, like Lorene Landon. I love Lorene Landon. She's my new dream girl. And she's Paul my, Logan. Wait, let's talk about Lorene. She's a Bobby doll. I mean, she is just, I love her. And yes, she is coming to our house. Because I said, when are you going to come to Palm Springs? And she said, ooh, do you really mean that? Oh, you mean you really want me? Because I want to hang with you guys. I really, I said, listen, bitch, if I didn't want you, I wouldn't have asked you. I mean, how stupid could you get? I mean, you asked right or wrong. You guys are going to really want me. No, I'm making believe. I'm just asking you so I could slam the door in your face when you come. So she's going to be seeing two you guys soon in the uh, new Tom Churchill movie. Thomas J. Churchill movie, Nation's Fire, where she plays Bruce Dern's wife. And uh, that's going to be coming out sometime in the fall. Yes. And and she's a delight. Everybody at that uh, movie premiere was a delight. And we met Paul Logan. Paul Logan, who who's on my Facebook, handsome, well-built, terrific actor, Paul Logan. And Garrick Lee, the uh, mid-century watercolor painter who's phenomenal. That and clothing designer. Well, I'll get there. Shut the up. Okay. I'm I'm not stupid. I'm not demented yet, and I still have a few marbles left in my insane mind. So well, hurry up! You got two minutes. And use them. <laughs> Garrick Lee, who is the mid-century watercolor artist, he does Palm Springs mid-century to faint from, to die from, and if you don't own it, you're a jerk because it'll only make your mid-century home look totally mid-century. He's also a designer of movie stars and many soap opera stars like Judith. Uh, Chapman. Chapman. He does a lot of gowns for Judith Chapman when she accepts awards and stuff. So Garrick Lee was with us. He's a dear, dear friend of ours. My friend for many years, like when I lived in Palm Springs, you know, 10, 15 Actually, years Actually, too, ago. if you want to see his art, you can go to GarrickLee.com. That's G-A-R-Y-K-L-E-E.com. Yay! And he also has post uh, postcards that are of his work, and they're phenomenal. So if you want to send somebody uh, get well or a happy birthday, you should cool own gift. these because people keep them. They cut them out, and they put them in little frames, and they hang them in foyers and bathrooms and stuff. Fantastic. So Great audit. I have – a matter of fact, I should really show – We did. We showed it a couple of weeks ago. Oh, we showed it a couple of weeks ago. We have to bring it back again to show yeah, everybody. i got to take it off the wall. It's a big deal. <laughs> Actually – Oh, I, no, I didn't it used to be it. on the wall behind yeah, us, but I, I thought. I, I thought I wanted it. I it wanted needs to be a frame. I wanted to see it more, so I put it back in the house. Because here I don't see it, but only once a week. There you go. you got to like that. And I don't it. even see it because I'm looking at a camera and it's behind me. Meanwhile, I think I'm going to faint from the heat, and we got the AC going. Strong. <laughs> what? What's wrong? Did I get heat stroke? I don't know, but you can't go outside in the, in the summertime. <laughs> oh, I think I got heat stroke. you got to like love it. So, Chad, let's call our first guest. All right. I'm all right, everybody. So our first guest is Bobby Eakes. So in tradition, while calling her, we're going to play one of her songs. It's called Love in This Way. It's a duet she does with Colin Ray, a well-known country artist. And this song's you know, probably like it released in like 2000 or something. I'm not sure exactly when, but, but I think it's a, a really cool song. You guys are going to love it. It's called Love in This Way, and we're going to get our guest on the line. Here we go. tired of watching me hurt you I'm tired of being the teardrops on your face I'm tired of loving this way I'm tired of loving this way I know you're every weakness 
Jimbo, there you go. You're crazy with the shh, like a director. Gonna beat there him up. you go. Hey, hey, Chad, is that it? That's it. All right, everybody. So that was Colin Ray featuring Bobby Eakes, Loving This Way. We're going to talk to Bobby Eakes in one second. We want to thank B. Claudia real quick, who just created a Twitter account for Silver Fox's fans to start bringing attention to the show for Stan Zimmerman. Thank you so much, my darling. Thanks. You're a sweetie pie always. All right, so Bobby, say something. Let's make sure we can hear you. Testing, one, two, three. This is Bobby Palm Springs. There you go. That works. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, multi-talented, multi-platinum singer and actress, Bobby Eeks. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello. I'm so happy to be with you two. We're doing really good. And since you already know us, we still got to do our introductions for all the people tuning in. So, Everybody, this is Bobby Eakes. Let me introduce you to my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Oh, so nice to meet you. <laughs> I have never met you before. Oh, well. Then we've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Welcome, Bobby. Hi, Chad. Beautiful voice you have. 
It's a beautiful girl. Never mind the voice. That's and then we have look at the face. We have a chat room filled with right now that I see we have um Germany, Australia, the UK, Holland, Canada, and the United States in the chat room. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Wow, oh, hi everybody in the chat room. And then you have a special person who wrote a thing in there saying that they, they've never watched our show. They tuned in for you and her name, I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's at M-A-R-I-J-E Marige Vander Molen from Holland and she said she's a big fan, so just say hi to her. I know her. It's Mariah. Mariah. And Mariah. some guy on my Facebook she's name. A great friend, and she's been a fan for a long time, and uh, we go way back. Hi, Mariah. Welcome. Yay, that's good. So that way she got her shout-out. Okay, go ahead. Some <laughs> guy on my Facebook page, a James somebody. Stop with the dog I hair. I can't help you have dog hair. <laughs> I, have dog, I kiss my dog, and she sticks to me. Um, and anyway, his name is James. I forgot his last name, but he said, please tell... Uh, what the hell is your name? Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I had one of those senior moments. Oh, oh my God. You believe it? They're getting worse. He said, tell <laughs> I said, hi, and she's my favorite singer. Oh, James. Okay. James, whoever you... I'm sorry I forgot your last name, honey, but you're not one of my people. He's somebody, <laughs> somebody new. I, I know that... You know why? I'm 78 years old, darling, and I'm going. I'm going fast. <laughs> Every week it gets progressively worse. I mean, you know, I go to the bathroom. I say, now, where is my penis? I have to think of it. <laughs> and I say, oh, there it is between my legs, where it always has been. You know, it's that kind of thing. There you go. Listen to him. Age sucks. Whoever said it's the golden what? years, drop dead. It's not I, the golden years. I think year. that was, wasn't that David Bowie? <laughs> well, it's, a, it's the golden shower years. You go, do golden showers uh, all over yourself. That, that's terrible. That's no, terrible. but that's prim and proper. She's not prim and proper. Are you I'm serious? Not. Look how gorgeous she is. I spoke with her at the party. We went to <laughs> Teresa Rogers' party, birthday party. Isn't that Yes, oh, it was I, a blast. I, and we love. We just ran into her last night at the, the movie movies. theater. Yeah. She <laughs> cut. She cut her hair. It's shoulder yeah. length. It looks fabulous. It looks good. Yeah, it looks wonderful. I saw her. I saw her since her birthday party, and it looks right. amazing. What did you go see? What were you look, uh, at the movie seeing? We went and saw movie. Tag. I liked it. He hated Terrible. it. Terrible. Stupid written. I mean, kid stuff. It's a, it, it's a comedy about and, you know, a true story boy. about kids who played Tag their whole life. Now they're like in their 50s. You know, and they every month of May they play tag where they gotta like tag people or whatever, and it's got a huge cast of like and, an A-list cast. You know, and it's not really a writing. It's got the I, guy from Mad Men. Right. I uh, like, I like writing. You know, when you go to a story and it's a story, not yeah. just a bunch of frivolous takes. You know, let's do this. It might be funny. Oh, that worked. Let's do the other. Oh, that doesn't work. Let's do half of that. And that's what the film looked like. It's not like the classic movies of yesteryear. Because I'm looking for a good movie to go see. Really soon. Don't go. We Don't saw go Gotti. See Don't Gotti. you see that one either? That wasn't too good. The biggest lie in the world. <laughs> I met John Gotti in Staten Island many, many, many years ago through friends of mine from Brooklyn. And he was the nicest man and very polite, very handsome. What they do among each other, killing each other, cutting each other up, that's their business. But as Jane Russell said, the government, the CIA, killed Marilyn Monroe with the orders from the Kennedys. And Jane Russell knew what she was talking about because everybody in Hollywood knows the truth about the Marilyn Monroe murder. Now watch, the CIA is... What did that have to do with Gotti? Because, because <laughs> there's no difference from the Sicilian mob... Or the, or the government, because they do the same thing. The Sicilian mob charges three points in the street, whereas American government, Bank of America, charges 21% on your credit card. So they're the real <laughs> loan sharks. 
<laughs> anyway, let's get off of that conversation. No, anyway, Gotti was terrible. I must say Travolta did a very good job. I think he overacted a little bit too Cafoni Italian. I think he was a little too, uh, he was trying too hard to be the character, but he did a nice job. As yeah. far as the movie goes, it's been voted now one of the ten worst, worst films movies of the, of, the year. of the year. Yeah, and I'm glad because it's definitely derogatory and insulting to most Italians. Okay, <laughs> well then I won't see Gotti and I won't see Tag. Oh. Go see the superhero movies. I like those. He doesn't like them, but I love them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll try. I've not really seen any of those, so I the only one I really loved of those of, of that genre is Deadpool. I love yes. Well, Deadpool 2 is out now, so go see Deadpool 2. It's out now? Okay. It just came out two weeks ago. I only go to see the ones with the guy that throws a thing in the ground. What's his name? Oh, he likes Thor. Thor. <laughs> I don't give a shit about the movie. I just sit there looking oh. at Thor. Ooh. <laughs> That's terrible. So is let's he, tell is people. Isn't he handsome, Thor? Let's tell people a little bit. Okay, so in, in case anybody doesn't know who Bobby Eeks is, you guys, first of all, this is a fun fact, and it always ties something into Ron. She was Miss Georgia in 1982, and she was the top 10 in Miss America pageant. She made the top 10, which that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, so congratulations. Thank you. God, that was a long time ago. And you look the same. <laughs> ah. <laughs> you look totally. And then from there, you became Macy Alexander on The Bold and the Beautiful. Yeah. And uh, you've been in a ton of great things. And you were on that for a really long time. Uh, yeah, I was on Bold and Beautiful. Well, I was on for like uh, 12 years. And then I got killed. And then I came back to life two years later. And yeah, isn't that cool how soaps do that? <laughs> I, was just, I was, you know, I was just, it was totally out of the blue. I, I had actually moved from Los Angeles to Nashville and I was working as a, a, a VJ on a, on a great American country, GAC, the country music channel. Uh, I had a couple shows on that network. And so I moved to Nashville and no sooner did I move to Nashville when Brad Bell from Bold and Beautiful called me and said, uh, can you, can you come back on the Bold and the Beautiful? You're really not dead. I go, that oh, always that okay. always happens when you're not looking to work. The yeah. work comes when you're out there beating the pavements. There's nothing doing. Exactly. I know that. But anyway, hold on, hold on. And wanna... then we went though because you asked. No, I'm I'm giving her accolades real quick because everybody is. So uh, for all of you guys who love all my children, she also played Crystal on all and on all my children. You got two Emmy nominations. Like so, you've got like platinum selling records, Emmy nominations. We just got to get you in a big film now so you can get like an Academy Award and a Golden Globe, and you'll be set. Got a long way to go, but, you know, sometimes people start late. That, oh, absolutely. Look at me, 78. I'm going to get an Academy Award in my next movie. Well, look like Helen Mirren and... Uh, I don't have a movie. And all yet, those people, white. though, like, they didn't get really, really famous until they were in, like, their 60s. Well, yeah, no. Well, and, you're not, and you're not anywhere near that yet, so you got plenty of time. near <laughs> But, but you look like you're only like in your 40s, probably. So like, realistically, you got 20 more years to get there. Okay. She doesn't even look like she's in her 40s. If you really see her in person, I didn't, I couldn't clock her. I clocked her between like 34 and 39 or 38. Okay. I didn't. Cl no, I'm serious. You look very young. I don't know how much work you've done, but you look young. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, your, your husband's a nice guy. So you married nicely, and you married well, and you married happily. Yep, been married for uh, 25 years. Well, it'll be 26 in July, July 4th. 
but so we dated for five years, so we've been together 31 years. Oh my God, that's a long that's time. A you don't even look time. old enough to be married. See, Hollywood. Like, at, 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 it was like a cradle robbery. He got you when you were like 11. Yeah. Yeah. Anything younger makes him like, like not a nice guy. So okay, we so well, her husband's name, you guys, is David Steen. Right. And we met him at the same party, and you guys would recognize him. He was in Django Unchained, Sorted Lives, a series of mice and men back in the day, Reservoir Dogs, and a very sorted wedding, and a bunch of other stuff. I just picked out the ones that I thought now, everybody would know. Tell me the truth. Um, Jimmy and I argue a lot, but only about our work, never privately. Privately, Jimmy and I get along fabulously. But when it comes to egos and work and who's who, uh, he wants to know it all and I want to know it all, so we kill each other. How about you and your husband? Well, you know, we really have not worked together. Uh, and I, I think I, we did a couple of plays together but we were not in the same scenes. I don't think I would want to work with him because of that. I mean, I just, because we do get along really well and I don't want to mess that up. Right. It's good to hear from you because that kind of reaffirms what I was thinking. I don't. Absolutely. No, well, you know what it is? I'm a tough guy, so I could take a lot of crap. I could take, I, I'm a fighter. You know, you play with me, you're going to get a good argument and a good fight. I don't crush or bow down or faint. If I did, I think this marriage would have dissolved a long time ago. So you got to stay up there and believe what you believe is right and say, listen, this stinks on the show and I don't like this and I don't want to do this and let's change it. Get a big argument from him. But you know what? In the long run, the show does get better because you need to plug in. Whereas you don't work with your husband, so you could plug into your producer and director, he into his, and you two don't fight. Yeah. It's fight with the director. Did you ever have a director that wanted you to say lines that stunk and you said, I refuse to do those lines? I never refused to do them, but I would always voice my opinion if I uh, if I didn't want to say and it was mainly on the on the soaps because when the writers are cranking out one script per day, you know, on an hour long show, that's a lot of material and I think sometimes the actor knows the character Sometimes and the writer does. Absolutely. And, and and in those situations, actually, uh, the directors were very, very um, accepting of your opinion. I've seen other actresses and actors really go to bat for something that they believed in, and they've gotten into huge fights with directors, though. And it's... Uh, so, I don't know. I guess it's maybe how you... First of all, how important that line is to the, their projected storyline. And sometimes the actor doesn't know where they're, they're going with the... Right. Well, that that brings me back to the movie Gotti. The gal, uh, the gal who played Gotti's wife, Kelly Bro Preston. Her Brooklyn accent was so terrible. I'm a New Yorker. I'm from Brooklyn. I can hear a Brooklyn accent a mile away. We have our way of speaking. Yeah. This broad had the real Hollywood Brooklyn accent, like Cher had in that movie Moonstruck. Moonstruck. <laughs> it's so corny. It's so overdone, and it's so fake. So yeah. I thought that you know they could have gotten a better a voice a a. a dialect coach for her or yeah. she could have been a better actor i don't know which yeah, well, she's, a great she's, actress. she's travolta's wife yeah i know but he he doesn't speak brooklyn anymore he went to finishing school <laughs> now he's a lady he's totally a lady i mean I he's completely wrong because i feel the same way about bad southern accents yeah but you see some of the worst southern accents and I'm sure to the powers that be, the producers and directors, if they're not from the South, 
they think it sounds fine. You know, they don't know. But when you've grown up in the South, you really do see. Yeah, but in, in this movie, you know, she's from Brooklyn, but there are many people from Brooklyn. Lauren Bacall was, well, she had a New York accent when she wanted to. Lauren yeah. Bacall in person was so Brooklyn, you could vomit. Same with Shelley Winters. That was another one. But uh, Barbara Stanwyck, my God, she had a, a New York Brooklyn accent that they used to go crazy for in Hollywood. Uh, but they know how to clean it up. Yeah. I, I can clean it up also, but I don't choose to. Yeah. This is who I am. This is my character, the crazy guy from Brooklyn. Um, Wait a sec. So you're from the South. Where are you from in the South? Georgia. Well, uh, yeah, Georgia mainly, but my dad was in the Air Force, so we were. he was stationed down in the Florida Panhandle for a few years. Uh, and then we were stationed in England for a couple of years. And then I guess when we moved back to Georgia, I was in the sixth grade and then went through high school and college while I was in Georgia. So Georgia, and that's where my parents are now. So Georgia's my home. I'm from Florida. Okay, now you you live permanently in Palm Springs or just seasonally? Permanently, full time. Good. What made you move to Palm Springs? You're not a gay man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to choose your show to come out. And, and <laughs> <laughs> so you're really a tra transsexual, yeah. okay? Yeah, you know, you can only hear it here on this show. Uh, now. <laughs> I, uh, well, I'll be very honest. I, I was living in New York. We were doing All My Children. ABC moved the show to Los Angeles for the last couple of years. They were trying to save some money because, you know, soaps were kind of losing ratings. And uh, so we went back to Los Angeles, and I had a place there. David and I had a place there. And we just loved Palm Springs. We'd come out a few times. And we thought we'd get a second home out here. And then when the show was canceled, no more second home. <laughs> so we had to choose between L.A. and Palm Springs. And we just love it here. So It's a great choice. I love it here. I lived in L.A. for a lot of years. In fact, I lived in Beverly Hills on Spalding Drive, diagonal to the high school. So my kids could go to school. You know, they went to El Rodeo. And, but back then, this is back in the early 70s, it was beautiful here. It was less people, less traffic. Everybody wore white. Everybody could swim in the winter. Now all of that has changed. L.A. is insane. We were there just Sunday. The traffic is not to be, I mean, nobody could believe it. I saw six lanes of bumper to bumper for hours. On a I Sunday said, afternoon. Never could I do this. <laughs> I'm so crazy about Palm Springs that I'll tell you right now, the only way I leave Palm Springs is feet first. Yeah, that's. Oh, I love it here. I love the people. Like we met you. Everybody's so sociable, friendly. Like you're going to be my new best friend in time. Trust me. <laughs> You will love me. I'm very nice. So is Jimmy. So wait, wait. Here's what Especially I want to do. when you come to my house and I feed you good Italian food. <laughs> here's what I want to do, you guys, real quick. Uh, so, so Bobby was a great singer, and I want to play a song good for song everybody. Uh, that good. we're going to play another song for everybody, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about. She is now a radio host with a very good friend that we actually uh, met also, uh, Michelle Niederman. And uh, they got a new show on Saturdays, and we're going to come back and tell everybody about it so they can tune into it. But you have an album. Actually, you have a bunch of albums, you guys. Look up Bobby Eeks on iTunes. She's got a bunch of albums as a solo artist, uh, Here and Now, Love Me. And she did a cover of Don't Let Me Be Lonely Tonight, which I think that's James. I know I James Taylor that sings it. I don't song. know if he's the original. 
Can we, can we hear that song? Favorite one on that album. Thank that's you. my favorite one too. I picked it out. I listened to oh, wait, all can, of them. Are we going to be able to hear? I don't know. That's Chad, up to Chad. Chad, could you make us hear that? Because I love that song. <laughs> Please and I want to hear Bobby sing it because I you. know she's going to do a good job at it. So here's what we're going to do, if Bobby. Not, I'm going to bitch smack up. So what? this one's on the Love Me album, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you guys, this song's from the Love Me album. It's called Don't Let Me Be Lonely Tonight, and it's uh, originally by James Taylor. Bobby, you introduce it for us so we can have it in your voice. Chad's going to play it, and then we're going to come back and talk about your new show. Chad, I want to hear it. Okay, this is Bobby Eeks from the album Love Me, and this is James Taylor's Don't Let Me Be Lonely Tonight. Yay! Tell me lies, but hold me tight Save your goodbyes for the morning light But don't let me be lonely tonight Say goodbye and say hello Sure is good to see you but it's time to go Well, don't say yes, but please Don't say no I don't want to be lonely tonight Go away and damn you Go on and do as you please You ain't gonna see me Getting down on my knees I'm undecided And your heart's been divided You've been turning my world upside down Do me wrong Don't let me be lonely
So that was Don't Let Me Be Lonely Tonight by the super talented and gorgeous Bobby Eeks off her album Love Me. It's on iTunes. You go to iTunes, plug in Bobby Eeks. A million things come up, but she does have several that are just her. And then she also has songs on all the different ABC soap opera albums, which I guess you sang on soaps all the time while you were on them. I did, yeah. Mostly right. on Old and Beautiful and then a little bit on All My Children. Now, I quite love a question. It. I've often I asked this to Jane Russell once, and she said no. I said, "Did they pay you extra for singing?" And Jane Russell said, "No." I said, "Why? That's not part of the, the movie or the script. So shouldn't you be paid separately for singing? Were you paid?" Separately? Yes, it's actually a union rule for television, though. Jane's probably talking about movies, so I'm not sure how that goes for movies. And I. Uh, well, you know what? Now that I think about it, I think I had to put that in my contract when I renewed my contract, actually, because I did have to go, you know, and we'd have to record the background music and make sure. the. So it is a lot more hours, hours of union work. Yeah. So yeah. I did get that put into my contract. No, no Jane said she got 50000 a week for that gentleman prefer blondes. And uh, the, the film, I think, the, the, ran six weeks, maybe, the show, the, the movie, that, yeah. for rehearsals and stuff. And she said, no, they just gave you your salary every week, and you did whatever they said. Wow. I so, know that you're, like, relaxing in Palm Springs and becoming a new fabulous radio host and everything. But if you decide to sing, you should try to reissue the songs. Because you, you probably, all, all your albums were actually released by labels, right? You didn't release them independently. You need to release stuff independently. That way you get the money when people buy it. Oh, you know, let me tell you, I don't know where my money is. I, they have played so many shell games, especially because I did most of my recording in Europe. They played so many shell games, nobody knows where the money is. And I'm not getting anything. So all those things on iTunes, you know, and... Yeah, I don't, I don't get anything. I'm not. So, so that, that's the greatest pity of today's entertainers. I think it's disgusting. Yeah. Years ago, we sold albums in record stores, so the performer got well. Sometimes, if the agent didn't steal the money, which most do, but uh, no, seriously, we have. We have- Major rock and roll people, big names. Do you know Expose? Do you remember the girl girl group Expose? Yeah, well, they're very good friends of ours. Well, especially uh, Joya Bruno. She's one of the lead singers. She's a good buddy. And she, they sold ten million records and didn't make any money. She got five hundred bucks. And they used to get, they used, they used to get. I think it was two hundred and fifty dollars a show to play out thirty thousand arenas, and each one of them would get like two hundred and fifty bucks. I mean, they made no money, and they sold like ten million records. Ever hear of Angie B? Angie B. Angie B. Angie B. Okay, she was another one made a fortune of money, and they robbed her blind. Yeah, nobody makes any money, but blind. 
But though, if you were to like record all whatever songs you want to do and put it out yourself, which I can teach you how to do it, like I'm an expert at it, I do it for people all the time. And then you put it out, and then you become an indie artist, and that way all your fans can buy the stuff, and you directly benefit from it, nobody else. And whether it sells or doesn't sell is also on you, but at least you get paid for it, and you get to do something that I I think you love because you've done so much of it, and you're so good at it. I mean, the music is really beautiful. Your voice is just gorgeous. Thank you. Well, you know, it is a shame, and that's one reason why I was I was kind of glad when this whole digital music thing started happening and the record labels were kind of scrambling. Oh no, oh no. But you know what? They robbed so many people. Yes. Their creative financing and their, you know, uh, their costs that they deduct from the gross, you know, which they can put at whatever they number. They put whatever they want. They, they so, mail a letter and somehow it costs $8,000. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, well, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to take that to heart and I'll, Absolutely. So well, now, what's her name? I, I'm another brain moment. I'm telling you, I shouldn't be on television anymore. I'm worthless. My mind is now. Now, what is oh, it? Oh, it's it's mush. My arm. The famous singer that I love, Gypsy, who dances and sings like the one that wears all the gypsy clothes. Oh, the blonde with the raspberry voice. Here, Stevie Nicks. Stevie he loves Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks said, "Listen, to, imagine I forgot Stevie Nicks's name. So don't feel bad. I forgot your name." <laughs> um, Stevie Nicks said. I said, come on our show. We'll push your records. She said, what records? They're stealing me blind. I don't I record anymore, she said. I refuse to record. I do live now. Because all my recordings, they're tapping into their, their what do you call it in there? What's the word they use when you steal their music? It's a word for it. Piracy? Yeah. Piracy. Yeah, that's not the word, but piracy is That is good. it, though. So, yeah. she won't, so she won't record. Many of the stars now won't record because they're not making any money. They'd rather do Tina well, Turner. they make a lot of money from Tina shows. Tina Turner, the same thing. She had a song out not long ago, a new one, and she pulled it or it went, disappeared because she didn't make any money. Yeah. So let's segue. Let's segue. Okay, so now you're in Palm Springs. Yeah. You and Melissa Niederman, who happens to be like another one of the most gorgeous women I've ever seen with a gorgeous mother who I thought was her sister. Oh, my God. <laughs> do not even speak. I thought she was playing. And she has a husband who's the guitarist for Rick Springfield. And you have a husband who's a movie star. I mean, it's amazing. Do not go past the mother. I can't. (laughs) I swear on my children, my life, Jimmy's life, and my dogs, I have never seen a woman as gorgeous for her age. She was absolutely breathtaking. Like a supermodel. She was stunningly gorgeous. I couldn't get over it. I said to her husband, you're lucky I'm not straight because I'd steal her from you. (laughs) No, it's a beautiful family. And, uh, uh, and Lisa. She said, this is my mother. I thought she was pulling my leg. It was a sister. And I kept saying, bullshit, this is your sister. She said, no, this is my real mother. I said, your mother looks younger than you. How could it be your mother? <laughs> the mother is phenomenal. What a, and a so beauty. Is, what about the, but she's beautiful, too. Don't You're making this. No, scene. she's beautiful, but she's young. So youth is beautiful. That no matter who you Somebody that young. Yeah. You know, Betty yeah. Did, Betty well, Davis. first of all, though, both of you guys look like you're really young. Wait, you don't Bet- look Betty your D- age. Betty Davis said to me years ago, I always thought I was ugly in movies. She said, until I look back at my films, and boy, was I gorgeous. You know, she has said that many times. She many said that times. on the Tonight Show, I remember. Yeah. Yes. Well, she says it every time. This is like one of her standard, you know, interview yeah. things that she does. Um, we all do that. We all look back. Youth is beautiful. You know, but- I, I was just saying that to... One of my girlfriends, uh, Kim Waltrip, she was 
Uh, we love Kim. Kim, yeah, and she helped me do my radio show last Saturday with Melissa. And I said, you know, I asked her because she was a model. I said, did you ever have photo shoots and you looked at the pictures and you said, oh, these are awful. And then 20 years later, you look back at them and you say, gorgeous. Gorgeous. What was I so worried about? You know, so save all your pictures, even if you don't think oh, they're good. I Ten have a. I have a headshot I did when I was about 19, and I look at the headshot, and I did look like Tony Curtis, but I look like Tony Curtis sunken because I was 157 pounds. So I look like a corpse of Tony Curtis. Now I look back at that picture, and I say, oh, my God, what happened, Ron? <laughs> what happened? It's on the screen. I want to see it. Is, I, it I, I, is it one of these behind you? No. no, no, no. These are all my celebrity friends, and those are Jimmy's celebrity friends. These are not autographed pictures of just movie stars. These are people who are good buddies of mine. And unfortunately, war, war, war. Mr. Blackwell yeah, Betty is, Davis dead. is not. Betty, Betty is dead. She's a friend of mine. Jane, of course, was my dearest and best friend. We hung out. So these are my people, but they're all gone, and it breaks my heart. You've yeah. got to love it. So hold on. So, so now you're a radio host with the incredibly beautiful Melissa Niederman. And then you have a show, and it's. I love the song. I love that. I love you have a great logo. It's called Pop City, you guys. And I think the I think the Twitter is Pop City PS, right? Yeah. Pop City PS or PS Pop City. It's either PS Pop City or Pop City PS. I forgot. Which, by the way, you guys, Bobby Eeks is Bobby Eeks on Twitter. B O B B I E E A K E S. But anyway, you've got this new show. It's about a month old or so, maybe right? A little over a month old. Maybe about eight weeks now. Eight weeks old. It's on iHub Radio. And tell us a little bit about the show, and then you got to also tell us, like, when is the show so we could get people to tune in. Okay. Well, this show is about the greater Palm Springs area and what is so fascinating, fascinating about it, why people are just flocking to the area again. I mean, we, you know, of course, back in the day, I guess in the 50s and 60s, all the movie stars would come out here. Well, it's the number one resort in the United States. Right now? Yeah. Right now, yes. Right now, they write it up. Since JetBlue and every airline flies directly from New York to Palm Springs, people are no longer going to Florida. They're coming here for the winters and buying real estate. They just so, added a, they just added a nonstop from Atlanta to Palm Springs. Right, all those nonstops are bringing them in like crazy. So go ahead now, tell me what you do on your show. So, uh, Melissa and I um, had the idea that we wanted to do. Uh, a, either a television show, like on one of the local sta uh, stations. Uh, actually, Melissa came up with the idea because Bat Patty Daly Caruso was one of her dear friends. And Patty, before she passed away... Loved her, loved her. Yes. I loved her to pieces, a little little sweetheart, a little doll. Yeah. God, how I loved Patty. It's P.S. Pop City, everybody. Thank you, chat room. <laughs> you know, when I came back to Palm Springs, I asked, where's Patty? And they told me I was devastated. Yeah. And Patty was telling Melissa that she really wanted to wind down, that she was kind of getting a little, you know, tired of doing the show. Uh, maybe she, maybe that had something to do with her illness. I don't know. Um, or it was just a subconscious thing. But she was intending to wind down from doing that show. And Melissa came to me, she said, well, you know, if Patty doesn't want to do this anymore, maybe we should pick up the, you know, carry the torch and, and go forward with it. So we were in the planning stages of planning this television show when I Have Radio came to me and said, we want to do a show, a radio show about Palm Springs and nothing political, just more like a pop culture travel and right. show. 
And I said, well, full disclosure, I'm already working on a similar thing for television with my good friend, Melissa Niederman. And if you don't think it's too much of a conflict, I think it's great synergy, actually, to, to do a radio show and do the TV show, too, and cross-promote. And so uh, the radio show took off before the television show did, but that's going to be, that's forthcoming. Coming, that's right. Yeah. And well, it's yeah. Niederman, everybody, so you know, I screwed up her name. <laughs> I, I, I've always been on stage or in film, and when Jimmy started me working with him when we first met, I couldn't do radio. And I said to him, this is not for me. I'm going to have to leave. And he said, no, please don't leave. And I said, well, Jimmy, I don't like it. It's boring. I can't see my people. I'm over-talking. He when talks they over talk everybody Because when it's radio. I'm used to interviewing and seeing lips and you know when they're going to stop. I said, we've got to Skype the show in. We were one of the first shows to have radio and Skype. And now it's like everybody's yeah, Everybody does it. it now, but we've been doing it for five years. So I'm happy <laughs> to say that we were the inventors or the starters of all of it. And I hope you all enjoy it because we do. It's so much better than just radio. I need to tell, I need to tell the, uh, the guys over at the station that, to consider that. Consider it. First of all, because you guys are like celebrities and everybody would oh, love no, no, to no. see a you. A radio show today is listened to in the car maybe. I don't know where a radio show goes. But, you know, we're not the number one show in the world with over four and a half million viewers and more coming in every day. If we were just radio, we wouldn't be that number. We wouldn't be who we were. But five years ago, we went television. And people love to look at the guests. They want to see the house. They want to like see right you now, and where you're sitting you and how gorgeous you are. Your house look. is like mine, all white. I love white. I'm a white person and your furniture is mid-century and your beautiful dress you have on all the colors it looks like a peacock and your beautiful face it makes the show so much more interesting look how with the lace on oh, the end. I see. It's that's gorgeous. stunning that's really no beautiful. people like that but you're gonna have a tv show also so and either way the cross promotion and, will be terrific and you for will you. find that because you're a tv show and radio you're going to be a greater success than just a radio show so tell uh iheart and also iHub. no iheart I, I no they're on iHub. What's iHub. Uh, we're not, on iHeart. They're on iHub. Oh, I thought you were on iHeart. <laughs> they will be. No, well, you know why? Because iHeart keeps sending me letters. Keep it clean. <laughs> really? They get, very, they get very upset with my vulgarity sometimes. But you know what? I have a lot of young people that come into our show, and they love me. They say, I wish you were my grandfather. <laughs> That's a killer. But I wish you were my dad, or I wish you. I wish we could hang out with you and Jimmy. You guys are so cool for, like, old dudes. So I thought, well, I, well, we are old dudes, and I guess we are cool. So keep it cool. Appeal to the young. This way we can educate them. Like, I educate them about film. I say this every week, and I'm going to bore everybody again. No, you can't keep saying it. Yes, like I'm going to because <laughs> I want to get this point out to new people that come in. Lauren Bacall said to me, a film is only old, Ron, after you've seen it. So please go to uh, Turner Classic Movies. Start to watch those old films. You will see good acting, beautiful photography, and stories that make sense with a beginning, a middle, and an end educate do like in europe they go to see the same operas over and over again 16 year olds 20 year olds 40 year olds it's wonderful do not say oh those old crappy corny movies because they're not i i got on a kick a couple of years ago i i watched a couple of classics on youtube and then I just became ravenous for watching all these old films and i would i what would i would do is i'd like maybe watch a barbara stanwick movie and then I'd go, wow, because I knew it from, what was it, Big Valley? Yeah, that was, uh, that was crap. 
I love Big Valley. That wasn't Barbara Stanwyck. That was bullshit. Uh, I didn't know her films, so I would wa- I watched one, and then I had to watch the next one, and the ne- and I'm I'm thinking this woman was phenomenal, phenomenal. But then I'd go on to an- another, you know, like Cary Grant. I gorgeous, oh, most gorgeous God. man in the world. Oh, I think so too. Yeah. Nobody was. Hold Cary- on, though. We have to go back, though, because like- I wanted to be Cary Grant, so I became Jane Russell. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, go back. Okay, so you have the show. The name of the show is Pop City yeah. with Michelle with with Melissa Niderman. So yeah. now I pronounced your name correctly. Sorry about that, everybody. And uh, it's on Saturdays. When on Saturdays do people tune in? Saturdays at eleven a.m. every Saturday, and it's on iHub Radio. So how to watch it? You go to your computer. You go to www.ihubradio.com and click listen. Or you can, or on your phone, you can download the app for iHub Radio. Oh, I mean, no, you download TuneIn, which is a radio app, TuneIn, and yes. then uh, search for iHub Radio, and you can find us there. So you can, anywhere that you have a smartphone or a Google Home or a, a Alexa, you know, uh, the speakers, a smart speaker. Yes. You can listen to us. Yeah, I love Alexa. You're, you're like us. We're on. Ev- we're on everything that you could possibly get us onto. Your cell phone, everything. Uh, that makes it so much more convenient for our our, our fans. And because, for your fans. Well, because you know they could be like going into a bank and they have it on their on their on their telephone. So it, our shows and your show are going to travel with our audience. And what a wonderful accommodation that is. We Someone used to. Like, Years ago, we used to like when we lived uh, in Pennsylvania and in Florida. Like I would actually like plug my phone in since I couldn't get it on the radio in the car. Just plug my phone in with the USB thing uh, port, and then I could listen to the shows like while I'm driving around in the car. It was terrific. I loved That's it. The way my husband listens to us. Yeah, yeah. it's so much yeah, especially fun. Especially if you're caught in LA traffic and you're about to kill yourself. So, yeah. you know. so basically, you your show is about what's cool going on in Palm Springs, whether it's art, music, film. Fashion, whatever's do, do, going do, do on. You cool critique, in Palm Springs. Do you critique the restaurants? Do you critique them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stars. We, I mean, we so far have just picked the ones that we know we love already. <laughs> so it's not like we're going to give anybody a bad review. We pick the ones that we already know are great, and we right. we love eight four nine, and we've uh, talked about them quite a bit. Um, and then uh, we did critique. I'm sure you guys are well aware that Condé Nast had. Uh, the recent best small hotels of 2018, uh, and three of them were from Palm Springs, which is like no other city had that distinction. Right. Oh, that's cool. And right. they were the Kimpton Rowan, uh, I guess not small hotels, just new hotels, because that's not small. The Kimpton Rowan, uh, the, oh my God, it used to be the Chase, and now it's called the Holiday House. Mm-hmm. And the third one is a little boutique hotel called the Rossi. And we, Melissa and I went to all three of those and kind of came back with a little review. And uh, so we love doing that because we love Palm Springs anyway. This is like just not even working for us because we love meeting people here. Uh, we love going to new places. We love the architecture. We love the fashion, everything about it. I mean, I hesitate to even say all this because... You know, we don't want the city to be so huge. No, we don't want we don't want in L.A. That's for sure. We don't I, want. I, I love Palm Springs because of the freedom of dress. I like to dress very, very either GQ or very crazy. And here I can when I go to parties, and I love dressing. It's part of my 
youth and my culture. You know, I came from New York where we all dressed always, you know, dress, dress, dress. And yeah. then I went to Florida where they're all slops, you know, they're sweaty and in shorts and T-shirts and flip-flops. And it was depressing because no one dressed. L.A., you know, yeah, I dressed because of where I lived and the people I hung out with. But Palm Springs is just super. Absurd. I love pink and like nobody says anything because I wear pink everywhere. I have pink sneakers. I yeah. have pink pants. I have pink jackets. Center City, I freaking love pink. I asked my husband. I hope he's listening to this because he, oh. his birthday was yesterday. And I bought him three shirts. Two of them were pink. And he's going, oh, no, 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 no. I don't like to wear pink. I said, ladies love guys in pink. Oh, my God. I love pink. No, let me tell your husband something. Only a real man wears pink. That's right. Like me, baby. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) A real man and gay men. Only closet cases are afraid of wearing pink. So let's talk to your husband. (laughs) I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. But seriously, wear your pink with pride. That's right. Wear it. It doesn't make you a gay man. Trust me. And you know what? If a gay man hits on you, that's a compliment. And if he doesn't hit on you, you know, change your look. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, but anyway, he's probably going to kill me for bringing that up. <laughs> That's okay. No, no, no. It's, it's the truth. Pink, That's okay. Like four million you know, people are going to hear it. <laughs> no. But listen, to everyone out there, you know, pink is not a woman's color anymore. Pink is a happy color. That's right. And everybody wears pink. It's not... He's, oh, pink. He has a, he's been wearing this pink dress shirt with a suit that I've, I've always... Yeah. So yeah. I love that. You know, when, when your husband starts wearing pink La Perla panties, then you start to worry. Whoa. <laughs> Ow, <laughs> listen to Chad. <laughs> something to do with all the lace trim on the dish. Right, 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 right. Then, then you start to question his sexuality. Mm. But, uh, but no, no, pink is a great... I wear pink, but I'm a flame of fruit. Flattering. It's a very flattering huh? color. So it's, here's what we're doing. Especially when you're old. Here's what we're going to do, you guys. It softens the skin. Uh, mm-hmm. We want everybody to follow Bobby on Twitter. So it's at Bobby Eakes, B-O-B-B-I-E-E-A-K-E-S. Her show on Twitter is at... P.S. Pop City. I got it right this time. Are we P.S. almost Pop over? City. Yes, we're all, yes. Oh, I want to say that you are coming on again with your partner soon. And wow. this way we could really talk about your show. Today I wanted the people, the world to get to know you, Bobby, as a person, as an actress, as a, a mother, and as a wife. So now we Actually, you don't know that. if she's a mother. Are you a mother? Not that I know of. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, so maybe your husband. That's the uh, only right? I thought I thought you had children. I'm sorry. But anyway... You know, people now know you, and when you come back on with your part, what's her name again? Melissa. Melissa, with the gorgeous <laughs> mother. Oh, my God. Um, and the father's a riot because he, what is he, four foot three? I mean, and she's the seven foot nine skinny, gorgeous woman. Uh, you, you probably had a couple cocktails at that party. <laughs> Why? The husband, that isn't the husband the writer of that movie? Yes, but, but she's not very, short, though. I thought he was short. He's, she's very sh- Petite, I'll say, and then he's he's taller than she for sure. Oh, he is. I he, thought he was. Shorter. No, his it's Melissa is taller. Melissa's well, tall, anyway, but but his know? wife is shorter. He you doesn't know, remember a couple anything. of martinis and and old age and senior citizen <laughs> dementia, and a martini. You get nothing. Right. So yeah, Andrew Niederman's amazing writer. Uh, Absolutely. Oh, but he wrote. He, he wrote uh, Devil's Advocate. The Devil's Advocate, which was a, a fabulous movie. My God. That was a, a real So hold on, now, hold on, hold on, hold on. So everybody listen up. Follow Bobby on Twitter. Go to iHub Radio Saturdays, 11 a.m. Pacific time. So you got to remember, if you're someplace else, remember that this is California. 
Uh, go to iHub Radio. Is it iHubRadio.com? iHubRadio.com. iHubRadio.com. Hit the listen button the same way you do when you come on uh, W4CY.com for the Jimmy Star Show and hit listen. Uh, listen to the show. Our great friend Garrick Lee is going to help co-host, I think, a show because Melissa's going to be gone coming up in July with uh, Judith, Judith Chapman. Chapman. With Judith Chapman. Um, so he's be- got it too. It spreads. No, I had to think. I had yeah, to think. Yeah, it's called a brain fart. And uh, <laughs> uh, you guys tune in. It's fabulous. Follow Bobby, and in about a month or so, we're going to bring Melissa on with her, and we're going to help promote the show and bring both of them on. It'll be a lot of fun. You guys will enjoy it. And Bobby, we want to thank you for taking time out of your day to come and join us. Thank you so much. This was a blast. I really had fun. Well, Great show, yeah. guys. So, and I want to see you socially because I really like you, and that's an invitation. I mean, from yeah. my heart. Not phone, phony baloney Hollywood like, darling, let's do lunch. One of those phony things. Mm. I hate that. Do people do that to you? Bobby, let's do lunch and they never call? Uh, yeah, people. I think that's kind of, it's not even a Hollywood thing. I think that's just a human. Thing. No, it's, it's, so, it's so L.A. Because if you, if you say it in New York, they give you the finger. And Jane Russell used to always say that when, if people would say that to Jane, she turned sideways and put a finger in her mouth just to throw up. Jane Russell hated affrontation or any kind of snobbery or um, people that thought who they were better than they were. Jane was earth, soil. She I was. Wish I had known her. Oh, she, she was wonderful. She to, told it like she, that's why we got along. We both told it like it is, and we were toughies. And she didn't have any room for bullshit. If you were her friend, you were her friend, and be her friend. And that's how I am, and that's how you are. Thank you. And you're a sweetie. And, and, and we want to say happy birthday to your husband, David, yesterday. Yes. We're, we're happy belated birthday to your husband, and enjoy the pink shirts. And yes, we'll see, and, David, and we'll see you soon because we got to go. when you and Bobby come to our house for dinner, wear that pink shirt. There you go. I love it. Thank you, Bobby. Thanks, Bobby. Bye. Thank you, Bobby. See you soon, honey. <laughs> I'll bite you, sweetie. Bye. Fabulous, what nice fabulous. Girl. What a great nice Everybody woman. Loves nice girl. Nice Sorry, girl. we had like little delays in there. I'm not sure what that was. Chad, what do you think that was? That was her computer. That was oh, her computer. I thought so. But too. as you can see, the audio was coming through nicely. But you could see it, so it was okay. So now, Chad, we got to do because I got to get these songs in. We got to do American High Shake Calvo. Do you have that? I do. All right, everybody. So you guys know American High. They've been on the show twice. Doug Johnson. We love him to death. And uh, they got a brand new single called Shay Calvo. It's kind of a political song. He's coming on in a couple weeks to talk about it, but the video is phenomenal. Hope you guys like it. This is the world premiere. Nobody's ever seen it yet. So check it out. This is Shay Calvo by American High. Is there no fucking. Stand by for audio. Hit it. Prohibition ushered in a period of violence. Gang wars and Tommy guns were the byword of the day. Speakeasy sprang up all over the land and the police had to seek them out. Now here they follow a tip. The plans are made for a raid. The question is, is it a real tip or a phony? They'll soon find out.
right, Jimbo, there you go. All right, everybody, so that's American High, Shay Cowell, and I made a mistake. What? I don't know if you guys remember, but American High, when they came on our show last year, nobody knew their identities, and they all had these aliases, and Johnson was the alias that they used. But then they came out on our show, showed everybody who they were, told us their uh -huh. real names, and his name is Doug Terry from American High. So I apologize. I messed that one up, but... Shake Halvo is awesome. I hope you guys like it. I think it was just fabulous. And uh, you guys, everybody should Google Shake Halvo to see who, who everything about him. It's C H E Y E C A L V O. I don't think you should feel responsible for the screw up because they were incognito and now suddenly they came out of the closet with their names. I mean, really. I know, but they, she's been on the show like a couple times since then. So I well, shouldn't it, know that. It's, it's called T U F. Oh, well. <laughs> Tough, tough luck, boys. You gotta come on the show again. And they are coming on in like a and week. Straighten this guy out. That's right. Also, then. Oh, wait a minute. Come on with your real names. Don't play with us. No, they do already. His real name's Doug Terry. <laughs> okay, good. I just said it again. A bunch of people uh, also came into the chat room while we had our last guest on, so we want to say hi. I think Dave is there from Stars Now UK, and Hannah Clive hi, joined hi, us. Hannah. And uh, Irish Ginger, I think, has joined us. Hi, Irish. And a whole bunch of people. So thanks so much, everybody. I hope you're enjoying it. And uh, uh, I was supposed to play another song, and so we got to get it in because we won't have time when we have our next guest on. So what we're going to do, Chad, you got it? What song are you talking about? Oh, Grand Illusion. I do have that one. All right, everybody. So we're going to play another, like, world release for you. This is Sam Stevens. The name of the song is Grand Illusion. It came out just... Uh, I think on Monday, two days ago, uh, he's the James Bond of, of music, and he sounds like James Bond in this song. I think you guys are going to love it. So here it is, everybody. Grand Illusion by Sam Stevens. Yay! Them 
So that's Sam Stevens' Grand Illusion. Glad everybody in the chat room liked it so much. It's available on all the digital download sites now, so support indie music and download it. What do they cost now if you want to get the Sam Stone? How, does, how do you buy that? Like, uh, I think it's like 99 cents. Just go well, on how iTunes. How do you buy it? I iTunes. don't know how to do that. You go on iTunes. You mean on your computer? On your phone, on your computer. You can and go then anywhere. what happens when you get to iTunes? You download it to your phone. <laughs> and then what? You play it. Then you play it on your oh, phone. Oh, okay. So how do you pay for it? You have, a, have an iTunes account, and it charges your credit card or whatever you use when oh, you pay for things. Well, science today. Wow. <laughs> so, Chad, I, we got Wait a minute. I like better going to the neighborhood radio store and buying an album. Yeah, those days are over. You know, we used over. to look through all the bins of albums, the beautiful pictures on the front, and then pick up an album, run home, and put it on your phonograph. Those days are a, over. It's called a phonograph. Yeah, Then it, a be, then it became record. a stereo. But it was a record player in my sister's day, a uh, phonograph. We got to go. We got to call somebody. Oh, all right. So, Chad, I let's don't even play music. Let's just try to call her because we're already late. Okay. Let's see if we can call her and hopefully she'll pick up. If she has a, if we have a problem, have something ready to play. <laughs> I don't think we'll have any problem at all. I don't think so either. She's been on our show, I think, three other times. She's a uh, At least. Oh, anybody? Well, so for all you guys wondering what we're talking about, now we're going to get ready to call our next guest, Bianca Ryan. Hold on. There she is, the Hello. beauty. Hey. hey! There's our beauty. Hey. Here she's back. Hey. You're back again. I'm Look back. 
Except your hair is longer. She's always got long hair. Not that long. <laughs> Did you put extensions in? Oh, yeah. Look yeah, how long. Extensions. Yeah, that's not. Your hair was not that long last time. It looks good. Let me see how long. You're yeah, like, you're like Lady Godiva. You there can you ride go. a horse you gotta naked. Like love it. Hold on. We have to do an introduction. Now we know that we can hear her. Uh, all right, everybody. Hair. Now we want to welcome back to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented Bianca Ryan. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be back. Absolutely. Now, me too, Bianca. Me too. So you remember all of us, but I'm going to introduce you so anyway. So you got Ron Russell. Hey, yeah. Hi, sweetie. We got the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy. Welcome back. Hey, yeah. Then we have a chat room full of uh, everybody's in the chat room. We have Germany. We have... Australia, we have Estonia, the UK, Canada, I don't know, all over the place. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everybody. Wow, that's a lot of places. That's crazy. Yes. That's absolutely crazy. And and you're it's so much fun bringing you on. It's like about every two years we have you on because this is like your third or fourth time coming on. Third. And every time you've gotten like more and more. Uh, you know, you're growing up because you were like kind of like a, a, a very young. I mean, you won America's Got Talent at age, what, 11, right? You were 11? Yeah, 11. <laughs> And, and what year was that? That was, um, I think that was like 2006. So what are you now, 14? So now she's like 11. No, 2006, <laughs> 18, she looks, she 12. Looks still like so you're 23? I'm 23, yeah. yeah oh, my God. You look wanna... like a teenager. You don't look 23. <laughs> I guess that bugs you, right? Don't, are you, you don't mind? You want to look like a woman or a kid? You look like a kid still. Um, I would like to look like a woman, but have like the youthfulness of, you know, a teen, you know, that means I'm going to age good, right? Good idea. Actually, oh, so. absolutely. So. Actually, <laughs> one, one thing I have to say, because I, I've followed your career and I have to say everybody, uh, you should all watch. Uh, how do you subscribe to your YouTube channel? Is it just Bianca Ryan? Um, it's actually Bianca Ryan here. H E R E. Okay, you guys should go to her YouTube. She puts out songs all the time. She does covers. She does her own songs. She's fabulous. And you can see a total evolution of like how she's grown from being 11 to 23. And I, I watched your America's Got Talent thing today, and I hate Pierce because he like makes that comment about your outfit or your shoes or something. I thought, that's so rude. And now I see like in all your videos, you wear these like five-inch like beautiful heels. <laughs> You know, and you're like wearing all these shoes that show that you're just a you've grown into a beautiful young woman. And and, and all the time when I do that, I think, oh, my gosh, we need to send a picture to Pierce on Twitter or something and just say, go screw yourself, buddy. Well, no, maybe <laughs> we, maybe she should thank Pierce because maybe he saw something that didn't work. You know, like we had a gal very famous came on our show and I said, did you just scrub the bathroom floor because you look it. You know, you knew you were coming on our show. Couldn't you comb your hair, put some makeup on? You look like a slob. And she got upset. And I said, now go put your hair up. Put some lipstick on. And she did. I said, now you look famous and beautiful. And this is how you should always present yourself. Never look like the audience because the audience will not like you. Hmm. You have to look better than the audience so they look up to you. That's what they did with Marlena Dietrich, Betty Davis, Gloria Swans, and all the great stars of yesteryear. They were perfect, always. And every, my sister used to want to be Ava Gardner. She made her eyebrows. She like doesn't even know who. Do you know who any of these no, people are? No, but there are people out there that They're like do. Marilyn Monroe. They're like Marilyn Monroe and, yeah. you know, Marilyn Monroe. Like the Marilyn, other stars like the, Marilyn Monroe. The glamour Monroe. of Marilyn Monroe is still today. So many women emulate her by making their hair white and a beauty mark, you know. So glamour and glitz works. And you're beautiful, but you're young. So you don't need glamour and glitz yet. 
When you oh, go, you should see her music videos. No, when she she's is 20, like, when she's she 20, looks like she belongs on Sex in the City. She's like awesome. No, 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 no. <laughs> I like it. I like her now. This beautiful little innocent looking pretty girl. There this, you is, go. this is what I like. And another thing is really cool. I want to say too is I don't read anything about you like in tabloids or anything. It's like you were very young when you were discovered, and you're still got your head on your shoulders, and you're grounded, and you're still doing the things that you want to do, and you've done a well, little bit in may, film, maybe, and you're putting out all this great music. Maybe it's because she's not a drug addict, drunken tramp, <laughs> like oh, like man. most are, right? You know, she's a decent girl. Yeah, that's why. I, I'm. I'm pretty proud that, like, I haven't, I've, I've stayed pretty balanced over the years. I mean, like, I feel like a lot of people after, like, 10 years, they, they're like, oh, where is she now? And they think that they're going to Google me and either find out that, yeah, I'm totally a drug addict by now or, like, that I've totally just quit singing. And so I'm so proud that I've been able to come 10 plus years. And I'm still, like, persevering through all of the trials and the ups and downs of the music industry. Which and, there and are that, a lot. And that's why you have a 50-year cre- uh, career ahead of you. If you oh. maintain this, your career will go on forever. If you do that other crap, no. Now tell okay. me, who's, who's your boyfriend? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Which uh, one, right? Which one? No, I think she does have a boyfriend because I think he's in some of her videos. He's a steady boyfriend? Yeah, uh, I have a boyfriend. His name's Drew. Um, we actually met while playing music together. I hired him as my bass player. And so that's why you see a lot of the videos of us doing cover videos together. I love that. Is he nice? Yeah, he's very nice. Does he treat you with great respect and gets (laughs) you beautiful, buys you beautiful things? Yes. I love it. Congratulations. Good, you got a good catch. Young love is so cute. That's so cute. Well, you know, I tell my daughters the same thing. Does a guy treat you good? Is he generous? You don't want a a cheapskate that's going to beat you. I mean, (laughs) God forbid. So let me do a little (laughs) bragging, you guys. So you guys, for anybody who hasn't followed Bianca's career, number one, I think it's terrific that you've stayed indie because, like, I think they would have ruined you. Um, So I'm super happy that you're an indie artist doing your thing. Um, You've evolved as a singer incredibly, like, every album and every every song that you release is so different than the other ones that you're still you know you're young and you're still developing i love the new song remember that we're going to play for everybody in a little bit she's smart she's not stale but simon cow you guys and everybody in the world knows who simon cow when she won america's got talent said she's potentially one of the best singers that he's ever heard in his life um, which is a big compliment because he doesn't really give compliments really most of the time he tells people that they suck he does to his boyfriend (laughs) yeah um, she has a, a, a la- one of the times she was on. She had an, uh, a new single called Alice. It got 1.7 million YouTube views and 959,000 Spotify streams. And and I have to say, still, I love the way your music has evolved and everything that you do. And I follow you on Twitter, which it's at Bianca Ryan. Everybody, you should follow her. Um, but still, the first album that you released. I still all the time listen to it. I don't know. And I know you're like 12 or something when you sing it, but 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 there was so much like inspiration in the songs, and you still have that song "Dream in Color." It's still like one of my favorite songs of yours, just because, you know, you released it when you were young, and it's such a beautiful song. And 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 why why can't couldn't it be Christmas every day? Is still like one of my favorite like new of the new Christmas songs that's not a standard, which is a pretty good big thing because like I don't I mean I have. 15,000 songs in my iPod and the fact that I play those you at Christmas and all the time when I'm feeling a little like bluesy like is a a, a big compliment to you and all you've accomplished. So those of you out there, wait, wait, so those of you out there that don't know if she's still recording (laughs) 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 You're in Philly? We're in Philly. Yes, I'm in Northeast Philadelphia so I just got my own apartment um, starting at the beginning of the year and I've been traveling a lot to LA. I was out in LA for like a month 
um, back in March to April. So that was fun. Absolutely. You like L.A.? I like LA. I just don't know if I could stay there full time. I don't know. I I love being around my family. My family's in Philly, so it's very hard for me to like permanently make a decision to move. Stay in Philly. Yeah, stay in Philly and just come out and visit. A- a- LA stinks. We go to LA a lot, LA but we moved to Palm Springs. Yeah, LA used to be great years ago. No more. Now it's just full of crap and junk and people. It's and so crowded. And- it's just not even funny. Yeah. We were there for an album release party actually on Sunday. And on, on a Sunday, the, high, the all the lanes, the six lanes of traffic, and they were all bumper to bumper, literally. Also, on a have, Sunday afternoon, I was like, oh, my God, I can't even believe this. You have to spend a fortune of money to get an apartment. You know, it's almost getting like New York with the rents. Ah, well, in Philly, Although it's probably Philly, not Philly's cheap not either. Bad either. I mean, Center City, forget about it. I was looking at a, a duplex apartment over the park, you know, the uh, – what's the park in the Something center? square. What's the square in Center City? Where Barnes & Noble is. <laughs> Um, oh, are you talking about, oh, dang, Rittenhouse Square? Yeah, Rittenhouse, Rittenhouse Square, Square, that's Square. it. It was like, you know, up on one of those, like a New York name, like Orchard Street or something. And the price was so New York. And it was like, not a big place. Okay. So They're it's really changing. Mm-hmm. I got to like love it. So tell us, what are some, we're going to play your song and everything. Tell us, let's, let's talk about the song a little bit because we want to make sure we have time and we get it all in. So you have a new song. It's called Remember. You have yeah. a new, kind of a new vocal style a little bit with this one. It's changed a little bit from Alice, especially. Um, yeah. um, talk a little bit ab- ab- about it and in the direction that you're taking your career. Well, my last actual kind of ballad e song was Alice, and uh, that was a few years ago. And since then, I released my single, One Day. Then I released What I Gotta Do. Then I released Man Down. Then I released Don't Wanna Come Down back last fall before I did my Broadway debut for the Christmas season. And then I just released Remember. And Remember's my first ballad since then. All the other four singles before that were totally, like, upbeat, very pop. Kind of like, yeah, just very, like, pop-based, um, radio, radio-worthy radio songs. So I just wanted to go back to my roots after, like, a few years and, and write something that was just so meaningful to me. And I knew that this song hadn't matched a lot of songs that I had put out, but this song, I, I just, like, I had so many sleepless nights about it where I was just like, I just, I know it doesn't fit, but I just feel like I want to release it just for myself, you know? Maybe if, if nobody likes it, that's fine, but I need to release this for myself, you know? All the other oh music I other people, but this one I have to release for me. I think it's totally you, though. I think, I mean, I think it's an evolution of you, you know, and it shows a little bit more maturity in the types of music that you're doing, and and the fact that you're you're not following the mainstream what every single other singer is doing. That I'm so tired of hearing every song that sounds the same. You know, Yodeling. it's not like that. They, they yodel. <laughs> they do. He doesn't now, like the no, big no, belters. Now, now tell me, at uh, uh, t- nine, ten years old, what gave you the uh, audacity to think that you could be a singer? At that age. Who told you you could sing it at 9 and 10 years old? She started at 8. Well, I, I don't want to go that far back. Yeah, I started singing it around 8, but I, I never really was told to like sing at 9 and 10. I just started singing along, and then I was like begging my, my dad to take me to auditions. And so I guess that's kind of how that started. You were a tap like, dancer, right? You were a tap dancer first or something. I read yes, it on, on Wikipedia or someplace. Yeah, I was a tap dancer, and I had performed on, like, a few shows before and did, like, some singing competitions at the dance competitions that I was doing, and I never won any of them, so I didn't, you know, I didn't really think I was that good. The first time where I really realized that, like, wow, maybe I do have, like, you know, a talent for this and I could do this for my life was um, after America's Got Talent. Uh, before right. that, I did not think I, I, it was going to be a full-time career. I just loved to sing. 
Now, you won at 11. A voice at 11 years old grows differently when you're 18 and 20. So were you worried about that? Were you worried that the vocals weren't going to be as high, as clear as they are now? Um, I was actually, I was pretty, I was pretty worried after about my first tour that I did after I won America's Got Talent. And then when I was doing a showcase in Atlantic City and I did Vegas for months at a time. And I definitely was worried that it was a bit much on such like a young voice. You know, the muscles are still like developing at that age. And I, you know, I think I probably did pay the price for it. I did have to get a vocal surgery um, after being worked pretty hard uh, by like a lot of people. And um, I'm just happy to be able to sing again and be back and have my voice actually be better than it was before than a lot of people who go through that and it's worse. Well, the trick is to continuously sing every single day. Yeah. I used to sing. Now I stink. Now <laughs> I don't sing at all. I mean, I try to sing, but no, the notes are not there. The vocals are not working. Well, I'm 78 years old. And you sort of get an old man's voice. You know, we all sound alike when we're old, like squeaky doors. And it bothers me because I love to sing. And when nobody's in the house, I put my music on and I sing. And I listen and I say, oh, my God, did you kill that note? <laughs> oh, my God, you just squeezed that word to death. You know, and it's sad because I stopped singing for a long time. I didn't keep my vocals going. So for those of you out there that sing, sing every single day of your life as much as you can. Actually, yeah. we had you now, on. Now, wait, that's my question. You're not, you're not jumping in the guy. Do you sing every day in the shower, in the kitchen, in the hallway, in the car? I, I sing every day. I was told um, a few years ago, and I, and I have abided by it since, is that your muscles lose, you know, strength within 48 hours of not you're using You're kidding. So, yeah, you, you, you lose flexibility in your voice, you use strength, you use memory, stamina, everything within 48 hours of not using a muscle, especially in your vocal muscles. So that's why it's very important. Also, dancers, before they dance, they always stretch, and then after they dance, they warm down. And singers just, they like to just jump into singing, and it's not healthy. you got to warm up just like a dancer would, and you also have to warm down after you're done singing. It's very important to relax your muscles again, because... They're at such like high tension after you just like you know squeezed out a note, say, and 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 you need to relax them after that. So I've been abiding by that ever since I found out that information. Well, thank you for that information because I didn't sing for all the years I lived in Pennsylvania, which was six years, and no wonder I stink. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a muscle left. No, I think it's and I think that it's a great thing that you were very fortunate. I remember I remember you telling about your the last time you were on about your operate. That was like in at the end of two. Yeah, what kind of operation? Two thousand six. 16 or something, right? That you had that? What yeah. do you have? Polyps? Polyps? Whatever they're called? Um, no, I've actually never had those. I had a, um, a paralyzed vocal cord. Wow. Um, so it was pretty, pretty bad. I had to get a pretty big surgery done. Wow. Um, and I got it done by one of the best people um, in the country. It's Dr. Saddleoff. And I couldn't believe that he was actually located in Philadelphia after Googling like top like three vocal surgery doctors in America. Um, he popped up and he was in Philadelphia and that went perfectly. And then I had to get a second one actually later. Um, but that was just due to a, uh, a medical issue that had been going on. Just terrible luck. I had blood vessels on my vocal cords and I guess it's just genetic. Those are those things run in your family. If you get blood vessels on your organs or somewhere inside your body and they ended up being on my vocal cords as well. So I had to get those lasered off with like this 
crazy machine. And, and, then- and you're still able to sing so well. I mean, that's really great. Give yeah, us the name. Give us the name of the doctor and the hospital he's out of, in case anybody's listening in and they're in the area and they have a similar situation. Yeah, his name's Dr. Robert Sadeloff, and he's actually in downtown Center City, Philadelphia. That's where his office is located. Out of what hospital does he work? Um, I'm not sure the exact hospital that he works at. Okay. Um, yeah, it might be either Hahnemann or Drexel. I'm not sure. Okay. So it's not like Jefferson or, or the Temple. other one. Temple. Uh, no. Temple. No. We always went to Temple. Right. Okay. So- I like Temple. Temple, I thought, was a nice hospital. Nice people in Temple. I don't think I've been there. Yeah, I well, hopefully you don't have. To, hopefully you don't have to go there. <laughs> yeah, so so now you have this new song. Well, it's she's called, like t- me. I love it. She puts her knee up. See, we're related. <laughs> I do the same thing on the show. I and love so it. So did the other guest, Bobby. I know we put our knees up. I love it. We're so we're so relaxed. Nice to so have ch- you back again and watch yeah. you growing. I mean, we'll have you back again next year. Maybe you'll be married. <laughs> 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 Maybe not. Do don't put think? any pressure on him. Chad, no, do you have the pressure? Re- Chad. But, you know, in 23 years old, she should start to think marriage and children. No, she should be thinking. And, First of all, she's around children all the time because you come from a huge family, right? Because I remember one time oh. we had you on, you had all kinds of kids behind you. Yes, I have. Oh, my gosh. I, there's five of us all together. I have an older brother. Then there's me. I have a younger sister, Bella, who's very crazy. Um, she just shaved her head. So that's all she's a lot to deal with. I feel like she's a handful. Um, but I love her to death. And then I have a little brother, Jagger. Um, he just started high school. And then I have a baby sister because my parents are crazy, Eva. And um, she's basically, you know, I, I don't have to have kids. I, I hang out so much with her. She's, <laughs> she's my- got five of them. No, but do your parents say to you, I think it's time you might think start to think about marrying and starting a family? Or don't they do that anymore? I don't think they do that anymore. Yeah, I don't. I Yeah, they definitely not. I think they... <laughs> They definitely realize I'm more on, like, the very kind of immature side of that. I'm more, and I'm more focused on, like, my life goals before anything like that. Plus, are you the first one to fly the coop and get your own apartment? No, my brother got his got his apartment a few years ago, actually, my older brother. But, uh, yeah, my siblings have been over here nonstop. They love it. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely, get away from the family. Go. Let's go to sister's house. All right, so let's go. Uh, Chad, do you have Remember ready? I do have it. All right, so Bianca, I want you to introduce the song for everybody, and then we're going to play it, and then we'll come back and talk about it. Yes, of course. So, guys, it's me, Bianca Ryan. This is my new single, Remember, and I hope that you guys enjoy it. Oh, man, sad Baby, one day 
So that's Remember, the brand new single by Bianca Ryan, and it's available. Where do we get it? Um, it is up on Spotify right now. It's actually on my top list right now because it's trending. And it's on YouTube, on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bianca Ryan here. And uh, the video is so great. There's so many flashback VHSs. And it's also available if you want to purchase it and help an indie artist out. It's on iTunes. And how go. much is it if we want to purchase it? Is it um, 99 cents or $1.29? 99 cents. Yeah. Oh, folks, 99 cents. What's 99 cents today? Not even a lollipop. A stick of gum is more than 99 cents. And listen to what you get. All this beautiful music whenever you want it. While you're bubble bathing or while you're jogging or while you're fighting with your husband or wife. <laughs> you can put this song on and get normal. And you can remember. <laughs> her, music, her, music will, her music will soothe you and make you normal so for crying out loud 99 cents give me a break even in my day when we score the record store and buy an album they were 2.99 an album a lot of money back then i wish i could have gotten your music for 99 cents back then there you go so you guys can follow bianca too it's at bianca ryan on twitter and do you have an actual website oh uh, yeah actually it was just redone it looks beautiful now it's uh bianca ryan.com and it's really great we're adding some awesome stuff to it soon you got to like love What's it. So your, go your to BiancaRyan.com. Your boyfriend's name is Drew. Yeah. I, I have a message for Drew. 
You are a very lucky young man to have this lady even look at you, let oh. alone date you and be your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, but he's a really cool guy, too. I don't care what he is. Uh-oh. He's lucky. He can't be as good as her. <laughs> He's, he cannot be as fabulous. She's beautiful. She's charming. She's Great. a decent person. She's everything wonderful. So you, Drew, you better behave or else got to deal with me. There you um, go. You don't want to deal with me. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's talk. I love you, Bianca. I really do. I remember you from all the other times. It's like you grew up with us. You're like oh, my little family. granddaughter. <laughs> No, you are. That's I mean, actually true. She's so sweet. I mean, you are just so the let's, sweetest let's person. Let's do some hypotheticals. So, so you've already done a whole bunch of things and accomplished so much. Um, by the way, I forgot about that you were on Broadway at Christmas time. What were you in? We were in New York. Um, I was at the August Wilson Theater, and I was starring in my own show that was written around me. And um, it was um, me, Candace Glover from American Idol, and then Josh Kaufman, who was the winner of The Voice. And I was the winner of America's Got Talent. And... They put all three of us up on stage, and we starred in our own Christmas concert at the August Wilson Theater. Why, why, d- why didn't you contact us? We would have actually, come. And- I got an email from that. Actually, we would have covered. Why didn't we go? Huh? I forgot why. Because because we were packing to move to Pennsylvania. <laughs> I mean, to um, move to Palm Springs. We would have covered it for you. Yes, it was crazy. There was signs in Times Square and everything. I was going out to go into McDonald's or wherever, and I. I would literally see my face in Times Square. It was the first time that I've ever had that was when I was in that show. Cool. That's amazing. It's a nice feeling. When I used to work uh, in New York, they had posters of me all over the place on lampposts, on buildings that were going out, you know, falling down. And <laughs> no, really. But the, po- the posters of me, nobody knew me because I was in drag as Jane Russell performing in my show. Uh, that was a big hit. You have to look up Jane Russell just so you know who yeah. she is. There's a movie, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, which she Jane stars in it with Marilyn Monroe. Monroe, and that was like his best friend. And he used to imitate her, impersonate, uh, impersonate her uh, in a in a singing show in not in gay clubs, but in like dinner nightclubs, well, which they don't have that and anymore. I sang in my, in, I he's sang, talking about it in the fifties and sixties. No, sixties, sixties, fifties. I sang in my own voice, which was a big deal then, because everybody lip syncs, and I despise lip syncing. Because it's not talent, you know, you're just mimicking a talented person. So, uh, yeah, but I loved the thrill. I remember uh, crossing 57th Street and 3rd Avenue and bam, there I was on posters, my face all over. But nobody knew it was me because I was in a, in a woman's makeup, hair and dress. Although one day I was walking down Madison Avenue and I heard somebody yell, Jane, Jane. And like a jerk, I turned around and it was this bunch of guys that knew me as Jane Russell. So. Definitely look up Jane Russell. So let's go. We have seven minutes. Let's do some hypotheticals. Well, wait a minute. How do you feel about gay people? Me? Yeah. Um, I have. I just have no feelings towards it. Whatever you want to do, you do. However you feel, you feel. However you love, you love. I have. I mean, I went to a creative and performing arts high school, so you know, ninety percent of the people there, you Actually, know, are gay. She could sing on my. Really? She could sing on my song. What song? Oh yeah, I Jimmy should invite, invite her. Anyway, I'm not really supposed to talk about it yet, but, yeah, but, uh, but Bianca, I'm, work, Bianca, I'm working on World Pride for World Pride next year, um, and we're putting together a charity single, and we've got a bunch of really big people that I can't name yet who are going to be singing on it, and then and everything's going to be taking place in New York, and so like maybe that's something we can like approach you with and see if you'd like to. And sing it's on all it, non-profit. It's all non-profit. Yeah, I have. But it'll be a cool thing. There's going to be a cool music video. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff. And I, I, have, to, I have to write you down because I've, because I've been making a list of all the people who've been on our show, you know, who have great voices who could contribute, you know, to singing on it. And I totally because forgot about you. So that's the a good world one. today really needs a song. 
Yeah, it's, I think it's I think it's going to be called Love is the Love is the only way, and it's yeah, going to be a charity we, we, single, we basically supporting saying there's you know the that that gay people you know should have the same rights and be able to love just like everybody else type thing, and then not all even, the proceeds from it will go for love. World Pride. But don't deny us a, a wedding cake or a birthday cake, and don't throw us out of restaurants like we're garbage, and don't treat us like subhuman people. You know, we walk our own path. We don't push ourselves on anyone. We're here, and we want to live. You know, I was born the same way you were born and the way Jesus was born. Jesus was born from a, a vagina, and, you know, and so was I. So, so was I. <laughs> so what makes Jesus better than me? You know, so his father was God. So big deal. Yeah. I think I just feel like I don't understand why people think that they're, you know, who are better. The people that are judging you are not perfect. You can't judge anybody unless you're perfect. Period. The only person that can make that judgment is God Himself. No people. So if you if you're gonna throw somebody out of a restaurant, you should be thrown out of a restaurant too because you've made a lot of mistakes in your life and and you're not a perfect person. Well, was wasn't it Jesus or no? Who said it? Mary or somebody who has no sin cast the first stone? Who said that? Jesus said that to one of his friends. I forgot. Who. I one of the guys with him, the one of those those fellas that used to follow him. No, he did. He said, "He who has without sin cast the first stone." I think they were throwing rocks at Mary, or somebody. I didn't remember. I saw it in a movie. Anyway, so let's do. A, we got three minutes. Let's do a hypothetical. So you've done so many cool things. I love her. Let's give her more uh, than three minutes. Well, the show's over in three minutes. <laughs> so, so you've been able to do so many things. Who's somebody if you were like going to go on tour, or you could do a duet with, or who's somebody who's current now that you think, oh my god, I would like love to like do something with them. Um. Oh my gosh, it's crazy because I've always had this dream collaboration. Um, just because I'm, I, I love to dip into like that old jazz classic sound in my voice as well. I would love to do a collaboration with Michael Bublé. I think that it would. Oh my be god! So Absolutely, we love him. And I feel like even the music video would be so cool, and just like performing yes. it would be very like unique. And, and just bring like a classic sound and vibe back to the stage. I think it would be really cool. And, oh, and, and, I, and I definitely would spend ninety nine cents for that song. <laughs> definitely. No, I think that's fantastic. That would, that's we we love him. We think his voice is gorgeous, and he's like today's Johnny Mathis. You know who Johnny Mathis is? Yeah. Oh, good. Well, we Scott. I also because uh, I like your Halsey covers. I have a thing. I don't know why. I I really have a thing about Halsey. I like I like Halsey a lot, and I don't listen to a whole lot of super current. You know, music, but she's one someone who stands out. So when you, I think you have two Halsey covers on your YouTube page. Yeah, and, I love uh, covering her sound. I love just like dipping into like different tones of my voice and just and just experimenting and trying to find myself through through all these different you know characters that I can kind of portray or imitate with my voice. I'd love to hear you sing jazz like Peggy Lee. Do you know who Peggy I Lee? She, is? I bet she doesn't know Peggy it Lee. It sounds familiar. What's I'm going to absolutely kill myself. <laughs> Peggy Lee is the queen of jazz. Better than Ella Fitzgerald, better than anybody that ever sang jazz was Peggy Lee because she was a writer and she wrote so many great songs that still exist today in music. Peggy Lee, look her up, a beautiful blonde gal who uh, could sing like nobody. Couldn't I mean her jazz her, her solos her love songs oh my god listen to her you may learn something from her that you yeah. might want to use and she was the number one recording artist in the world at one time uh, jazz. Crazy. Unbelievable, Peggy Lee Jazz. So everybody, this is Bianca Ryan. Follow her on Twitter at Bianca Ryan. Check out her newly revamped website. It's BiancaRyan.com. Download because she's an indie artist and she needs to make money to pay for her new apartment. So you have to <laughs> download 
remember on iTunes or or Google Play or any place is it on all the different digital download sites pretty much. Yeah, it's 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 available everywhere. Okay, so get her her single remember. Um, also check her out and listen to her on Spotify. But if you like it, go and buy it because she has to sell like like fifteen thousand streams or something or fifteen hundred or fifteen thousand something like that streams uh, to make one download. Come on, like just spend ninety nine cents and buy it. <laughs> I, I have an iPod. Is that what I have? Yeah, you have an iPod. I have an iPod and I load it like your song's gonna go in. Everybody we like songs go in the iPod. And when I have parties or dinner parties, then we, we play, play it. it. And it's hours and hours of nonstop music. You never have to change an album or anything. And people will stop and say, Oh, who's this singing now? I like this song. So it makes your guests really enjoy the evening because they have entertainment so for crying out loud 99 cents you cheapskates get off your asses and go out and spend 99 cents for this song somebody in the chat room actually said they took piano lessons from jack westlake who was peggy lee's arranger and that he was amazing i don't know who that is well peggy lee was i don't know who jack westlake he's either but uh, peggy lee uh, jack you know peggy was He's probably dead too. This, oh. is, uh, this is from like when they were a kid. They did. did. Oh, oh. Everybody. Anyway, you guys, it's everybody Bianca. Rihanna. I know we got to go because we're out of time. Bianca, congratulations on everything. Keep us posted with everything you got going. Say hello to the boyfriend and keep the YouTube videos coming. I love watching them. Everybody, get remember. And maybe the next time we see you, you'll be showing me your wedding veil huh? or your yeah. ring. <laughs> You'll be putting. I your hope your boyfriend there. doesn't watch this. No, well, if he doesn't want to marry her, there's 150 other guys that would kill yeah, for her. Um, well. So you know she doesn't have to worry about this guy. This guy may not <laughs> even be the one. I mean, he goes ten, replace him with this face and this charming girl with her talent. Please, she's everything a guy wants. Here, here. There you go. So thank you, Bianca. You're sweet. Thank I love you, my Bianca. Thanks so for having me. Yes, uh -huh. Good. We'll Thanks, see you Bianca. again. Another year, right. two years or whatever. Bye. We'll see you. <laughs> Bye-bye. We'll Bye, Bye, Bye. I love her. She's such a sweet Absolutely, girl. you guys. Oh, that was Patricia Brunicardi from uh, Ecology Nungle who said you know, that. When people are like Bianca, they're just so loved because she's so easy and so sweet and so... And so talented. And talented. You guys Google her on YouTube. And, and anyway... And decent and clean. We got to go, though, because we're out of time. So, Chad, thank you so much. Chat room, thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Later, next fellas. week, for sure. Bye. 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 You are, now you look sexy. Your game is tight. Gonna get late tonight.